This is New England Public Media. In a couple of days, we'll know for sure who will lead Massachusetts for the next four years, but the outgoing governor has no interest in talking about his legacy just yet. I'm Carrie Healy, and this is Beacon Hill in 5, our look at the week ahead in politics and government in Massachusetts. As we do most Mondays, we've got Matt Murphy from the Statehouse News Service on the line. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Carrie. Okay, a long campaign season is just about to conclude. The polls show Democrat Mara Healy with a very comfortable lead over Republican Jeff Deal. Is there any chance that one will be closer than expected? And do you see any potential for Republicans to score an upset in those down ballot races? There's always a chance we could see some surprises uh, tomorrow night uh, when these final votes get tallied. I'm one thing I think you know, candidates like Maura Healy are always concerned about. You've run for this long as the prohibitive favorite. Polls have been showing you up by not just double digits, but 20 plus points over your challengers. Uh, There's the risk there that voters could become complacent, thinking that this is in the bag, that this is not much of a contest. And and then turnout really matters. If Democrats decide to stay home, unenrolled voters show up and start to vote for uh, Jeff Deal or the Republican ticket, this could get closer than some of the polls have suggested, but it would take a major swing, I think, to uh, alter what we've seen uh, in this race, uh, especially in the statewide campaigns. Now, uh, further down the ballot, there's certainly potential there. I mean, there are some close legislative seats in, in the Metro West area. I think you're looking at a contest between incumbent Senator uh, Becca Rausch, a Democrat, against Repshawn Dooley. That could be very close, one where a Republican has traditionally had success, a district uh, that has been represented by Republicans, and Dooley could certainly score an upset there. And there are uh, examples of this, I think, around the state in, in some of the, the legislative contests and uh, potentially in some of the DA and sheriff races. During an interview last week, Republican Governor Charlie Baker dodged spelling out what he believes his biggest health care accomplishment has been while he's been in office. Why wouldn't the governor who worked in the health insurance industry, who led the state during a pandemic, deflect that gimme question in that way? Yeah, it does seem like a a sort of layup for him. I mean, there are things that uh, he can point to uh, for sure. Uh, But this is sort of in keeping with the governor's mantra since he announced uh, that he would not be seeking a third term. And he's wanted to be uh, that guy who has put his head down is going to, you know, I think in his words, run through the tape. He wants to keep working. Now, uh, with the economic development bill and the closeout budget for the state on his desk, that is one of the last major pieces of legislation that I think we're going to see him have his fingerprints on. There could be a few more things in the closing days of the legislative session and the informals that crop up, but his time is running out. But there are probably more things he wants to do, and he wants to keep focusing on the work for as long as he can. And there's certainly time, I think, come December, as we get closer to the holidays, you'll start to see him and the administration start to reflect a bit more on what the past eight years have brought in and what he has accomplished. You brought it up, that nearly $4 billion economic development bill last week was passed by state lawmakers. A couple of things that are not in that the previously planned $500 million uh, one-time tax rebate to help people with inflation. There was another $500 million in permanent tax breaks for renters, seniors, and others also left out. Could the dropping of those tax breaks impact any lawmakers' re-election campaigns? Yes, certainly, especially in the close races uh, for incumbents who had been 
uh, campaigning. I mean, these were popular items that passed the legislature, both the House and the Senate, with overwhelming votes back in the summer uh, before the state learned that they would be sending back uh, by law $3 billion in refunds to taxpayers uh, across economic brackets. Now, uh, perhaps no surprise that the $500 million in, in rebates for middle-income uh, taxpayers were dropped given the $3 billion already going back. But some of these longer-term uh, permanent tax reforms were popular, and, and many candidates were campaigning on them uh, and the need to get them done, including uh, Maura Healy at the top of the ticket, saying this will be her top priority when she gets, if she gets into office uh, to return to this issue. Uh, you know, will it, will it swing uh, any race? Uh, I, I guess that remains to be seen, but it, it certainly could be on the minds of voters uh, who have yet to cast their ballots and are, are waiting until tomorrow. Has there been any word on that uh, being supported or not supported from Jeff Deal? Yeah, well, Jeff Deal, obviously also uh, a big on tax cuts. He's been less specific than Maura Healy, who's explicitly said she supports the package uh, that Governor Baker put forward and the one that the legislature passed. Uh, Jeff Deal saying he supports tax cuts uh, and reducing uh, state spending uh, in general. And I think you would see him support a number of these uh, tax cuts as well. Matt Murphy is a reporter with the Statehouse News Service in Boston. Matt, thank you as always. Thank you. This is Beacon Hill and 5, our weekly check-in at the Statehouse. You can subscribe to this podcast and others from New England Public Media at our website. That's nepm.org slash podcast hub. This is New England Public Media.